Hello and welcome to Touchline from Kasper Els and Mark Cameron. Hello, Mark. Tas, nice uh, seeing you again. Yes, <laughs> let's talk some rugby. Um, we've got a, a guest in the studio tonight by the name of Jono Pick. Um, Jono's from Optimum. Jono, welcome and uh, nice having you in the studio. Um, Jono, if I can start, Optimum um, got involved in club rugby in KZN and... Um, you guys are, are getting more and more involved. Tell us a little bit about how did Optimum get involved and, and, and what was the thinking behind Optimum in, in club rugby in KZN? Yeah, look, so Optimum is a very popular and well-known brand in the United Kingdom. And uh, so the Superior Leisure Holdings signed an agreement to be the suppliers of entire Africa. And us being big rugby fans... You know, we wanted to give back to the rugby community. And uh, so we actually started with Holoquins Rugby Club. Uh, we identified them and uh, as, a, as a title sponsor. And then the picture just got bigger. You know, um, we've been fortunate. We've been blessed. And we decided to get involved with uh, KZNRU and, and all of Club Rugby to get our brand out and to show the people what we're about. Why, why Holoquins Rugby Club? Why not Toti? Why Holoquins? <laughs> <laughs> I see the laugh there from Mark. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously we, you know, to go straight to a Prem Div club, you know, generally the Premier Division clubs have sponsors, things are going well, you know, where a club like Harlequins has got such a rich history, you know, they've also got uh, relationships with Pretoria, and then again you've got Harlequins in the UK, etc. So we wanted to bring Harlequins back to Prem Div status, so this is our first year as their sponsor, a title sponsor, and our goal is to help them to get back into the Premier Division to compete and, and, and have the old, hardcore, harder rugby from uh, the bluff. From the bluff. Rough and tough from the bluff. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, your, your involvement now in, in club rugby stretches now into, into the Optimum Cup and, and, and um, a lot more than just one club. Why, why did you guys decide to go into something like the Optimum Cup now? Look, we're on a, we're on a campaign, a sponsorship campaign, uh, which is part of our brand awareness. And uh, what better than to get involved with Club Rugby? You know, COVID it was a tough time and people are all excited to be out and about again. So, you know, we just found that that's an awesome platform to be involved in. You know, it reaches a lot of players and people out there. And it's just the, the beginning of bigger things to come. From our side, I think there's bigger objectives and goals, you know, that we want to reach. But uh, it was an awesome start with the clubs. And, uh, yeah, there was some really good entertainment record. It made it worthwhile being involved. He does. Just a, a quick fire quiz. Quickly. Yeah. He was never quick Your... in his life. So, but good luck with this. Let's see how quick you can be. They tell me you played prop, but I'm sure you're a win. Let's see. Your first car. Your first car and the car you drive now. Yeah, of course I like, believe it or not, and I drive a Toyota RAV4 now. That's it. Pizza uh, pasta? Pasta for the win. Pasta for the win. <laughs> Food you absolutely hate on your plate? Any prop, it must be vegetables. <laughs> can see that. Best, best holiday destination? Say Toti. Oh, Ibiza, <laughs> Ibiza in Spain, not Toti. Oh, that's like on the south coast of KZN, same place. Yeah, it's a Toti upper class. <laughs> Your dream job when you were little? Optimum. Uh, pilot. 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 <laughs> cool. Yeah. 
Now, the big one. The moment you regret the most on the field. Yeah, yeah, Come. yeah. Mana. Bring. Now you put me on the spot. Bring. I uh, played a game for Collegians against Crusaders. Uh, I could confidently say I've never been bounced in my life, but that one night made a tackle. And as I looked up, the big flanker came running at me. And needless to say, I went back to the ground and ended up scoring a trial from there. So that was one I'd like to forget about. <laughs> so when you say big, you mean he was bigger than you? No, not now. No, 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 no. That, I don't think that was possible, but he was strong. Let's give it that. No. <laughs> Your favorite book? Uh, my Best Life Now by Joel Olstein. Career highlight? Uh, yo, when the, the master himself, Ian Mack, and Dick Me identified me from Curry Cup trials and pulled me up to the extended shark squad, you know, to be involved with that setup was awesome. Cool. Thank you very much. Now, tell us a bit about your, your call-up to the extended shark squad. Yeah, so, I mean, the sharks, the, the, back then we used to have trials every year for the Curry Cup guys. Um, and we used to play, I think the best club guys would get asked to play. And, uh, yeah, I was just, we played on the park. And I got the call the following week to come and join the sharks training. And at that time, I was probably carrying a couple of extra kgs. Uh, I was a proper old-school prop where you're allowed to be heavy, not in the modern day where you have to be light and quick. And, uh, yeah, I, I trained with them, uh, gymmed with the Oaks. The field sessions was an awesome experience. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, the patience just wasn't with me. I think if I, if I kept my head down a bit longer, I would have had more, uh, more success. Then identifying um, players, you said Ian Mack... Um, identified you and pulled you up to the extended squad. You are involved in identifying players and, and recruiting players. Explain to us a little bit how does that system work and how do you go about it? Yeah, look, so uh, the, the recruitment or talent identification is a, quite an important role because it, it, it has such a big impact on these boys or players that you, you deal with. You know, often guys think you go for the biggest boys and that's how you're going to win games. But we actually look at the skills of the boys we try and get a bit of a background information about the chaps. Um, you know, it's not just about size because they can be big at under 13. When they get to under 16, you know, some of the boys, they've really full, fully grown at under 13. They don't go further. So to us, the skills is very important. You know, the understanding of the game um, and also their general mannerism. You know, is there respect? You know, um, you know, you get guys who think they're bigger than the game and unfortunately, you know, that uh, does not sit well with us. How did you get involved in in optimum um being being involved in rugby how did you actually get involved in optimum so um mr basalino the ceo of uh, optimum is actually a parent at Lenwood high school and uh, also a very big uh, rugby fan we talk a lot of rugby etc and one of the things we're chatting about is to to bring in another strong brand that is rugby related into south africa and so that's where you know, Mr. Bassano asked me with my marketing experience and my, my networking in the rugby community to help him launch the brand, you know, in, in Durban. And, yeah, it just it, it took on so well. We've been, like I said, we've been blessed. It's gone quick. So, yeah, all happy days. So what's the future? What's your view for the future for Optimum? Look, Optimum, we want to make it an international brand. Uh, in fact, we're already getting uh, queries from out of country uh, other African countries about our brand, wanting to bring it across. So we would like to compete with the top brands that is in South Africa, not just from an apparel point of view, but from a rugby ball, equipment, 
you know, those things as well. And, yeah, we want to be a top brand in South Africa and then further as well. Thank you very much. Let's move on to URC Rugby, United Rugby Championships. Um, I'm sure you guys have watched some of the games. Let's move on to that. Let's chat about that a bit. Um, two games that stood out for me personally was the Sharks game against the Dragons and then mm -hmm. the Lions that actually showed that they can do it at Ellis Park. Good games. Um, Jono, if I can start with you, the Sharks game. Your thoughts on yeah, that you know, When a team just comes with wave after wave, you know, they're playing in their comfort zone, their happy place, um, and, and, and they kept their patience. That is nice building up to then the channels are breaking down. You have the guy like Werner Kork, who just doesn't stop. He puts in 200%. You know, it was a general great all-round effort from the Sharks. It was awesome to watch. Yeah. Mark? Yes, guys. <laughs> I'm smiling, guys. I think I haven't said haven't this said much in ever yeah. the 81 episodes that John, we've ever John, had. I'm, I'm going to give you a medal after this. You're the first. You're the first person that could actually silence Mark. Did you see Come the size of this guy? <laughs> uh, sorry, where were we? Where were we? So uh, no, I I agree with Jono. Jono, we've we've alluded to it over the last couple of weeks, as in. Uh, Disappointment is probably a harsh word with yes. regards to the Sharks as to where we could be playing and where we are currently playing. And part of the reason, obviously being fanatic rugby supporters in South Africa, not Sharks specific, um, is the way the Sharks have conducted themselves with a Springbox that is in the squad. So obviously with the box being there, we want more. In not only in the result, but in the way they play and whatever. And if the past weekend could could lead us into that. I think that's the type of brand that we want to play and obviously more. But yet we've been battling over the, over the last past weeks. Obviously we've won, um, except for two weeks ago when we, when we fell short. But, um, you know, I think momentum is, is vital for us now. We, yes. we back up there. I think we've only got a game, one game left, if I'm not mistaken, in the yes. U.S. No, no, I'm talking, talking out of turn here. We don't. We still have to play our local derbies and whatever. I'm just going on how many games we've played. So we've got lots to play for now um, mm. because obviously last weekend or two weeks ago we dropped three places yes. and now the Bulls and the Stormers have gone past us. But to go back to this weekend's game, if we can continue like that and, and Jono hit it on the head, if we had 22 Werner Cox, um, <laughs> I think we would, do, we would be phenomenal. That guy is a Duracell battery that just keeps going and going and going. going and, yeah. and it's obviously a lot of the sevens that come through that. But... Ending off on, on your question, I think if the Sharks can just keep that momentum going now into all the other games and, and know that there's still playoff places to play for, um, I think we'll do quite well. Then the Lions, the Lions-Edinburgh. I mean, we spoke about that game and we said that that will be a test for the Lions and I think they've done well. Yeah, look, we've, we've been fortunate to, obviously, as we said in the past chat, to Ricardo Lopesher and that. Yep. And when the URC started... Ricardo spoke about their defensive alignment that they had to change, the mindsets they had to change, obviously new coaching staff. They went away to, to Europe in the beginning. The first game, I think, we yes. they did well. And then it started going south. And I don't know what, is, what has happened, but one, what one also needs to do here, Cash van Royen was put under a lot of pressure was. after everything had gone south. 
And you can say what you want to. He had to have influence in this in the last four weeks or so for the change in mindset, yes. change in self-belief. They are playing phenomenal rugby with, and I say this with respect, there's no name brands, there's no Springboks, there's no players, it's all youngsters coming through the ranks. Yes, if you go further out to the Curry Cup and on the 20s, there's still maybe a question, but it starts with your flagship, yeah. and they've done something right, and may that continue, because that sets the ball. And because they are out of it, if you think about the playoffs, they can do South Africa a favour by continuing okay. what they're doing and then building towards next year, obviously. They can. Um, four out of four again for, for South Africa. The Bulls and Storm was also one. Um, how does that vote for South African rugby? Jono? Yeah, I think, you know, there was a bit of panic stations when we went across there, played in their conditions, and people were concerned about what's going on with South African rugby. But it's a different ball game being on our home ground, playing in our yes. conditions. Yep. And I think now the goal is that when we do go back and play in those conditions, we step up. We prepare better for that. Um, I definitely think all our, all our provinces have showed that we are uh, definitely able to be in that league. And uh, it was a good eye-opener and a good testing period that first few games. But now if we want to be the champs, we've got to step up and, and perform away from home and in Europe as well. I just think, and, and I add to what Jono is saying, you know, when the URC started in the beginning, yes. we didn't have our box when yeah. we went mm -hmm. and played in Europe. <coughs> Sorry. And then, obviously, they had all their Six Nations players available. Yeah. Mm. When they started touring, yeah, yes. all our box were, were back. Their Six Nations players were out. Obviously, playing at home with our box made a difference. So it was tit for tat, if we can call it like that, and both sides of, of the, f the first half of the URC. What's going to be important now is when we go back with our box and we play against their best, um, that's where we're going to see the real with depth all the of Six us. Nation players. Right? One of the teams that I'm, I've got question marks on that's going to be very, very difficult is Leinster. So yeah. if we can crack that nut, our, <clears throat> our teams would have done well. But I agree with you. I think strength versus strength, and, yes. and that's what we want. Yeah. Um, but... The, the last few weeks, even from a Lions perspective, would have, would have put South Africa on the map. Uh, the mm. self-belief, the self-confidence would yes. come back. And what better place to challenge yourself away from home in a foreign country? Definitely. Then this coming weekend, <coughs> um, on Saturday, we've got the local derbies. Uh, Stormers, Bulls, Sharks, Lions. Uh, Stormers mm. at home, Sharks at home. Yo. Jono? Yo. Uh, definitely <laughs> Sharks at home. Uh, and then uh, my second team is uh, always going to be the Bulls. I uh, like the physicality they have. They've always <laughs> had. So I'm going to go Sharks, Bulls, victories this weekend. Sharks, Bulls. Um, you know, I, it's, <laughs> Mark, it's, it's not a trick question. It, it is, actually. It's, it's difficult. You know, um, the Lions and the Cheetahs in the past yeah. have been the Sharks' question the marks. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, the lines are on up. Yes. They are coming for the Sharks. Um, I, I do believe, though, that the Sharks should be better than them. Yeah. I do believe that the Sharks have got it in them to, to beat the Lions, especially at home. But uh, the Lions have now found that, that lost self-belief that they, that they didn't have, and they would back themselves. Because let's face it, the Sharks haven't played their best rugby. No, they haven't. So we said this a few weeks ago against yeah. the Bulls. They were up for the taking. Um, I think the Sharks is 
from a Lions perspective, and that's your team, yep. um, the Lions would believe they could come to, to Durban and, and beat the Sharks. The so Bulls no, are the joke, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for his sins. Um, and then, and then yeah. the Bulls, the Bulls, Stormers. I think that's going to be the the game of the weekend. Yeah. Um, the Stormers are playing phenomenal rugby. Their backline is on form. Their forwards are starting. Evan Ruiz is is, mm. is playing phenomenal rugby yet again after his yeah. injury. But there's a pack they're working well. As I said, the back three are are, are world class finishers. Um, the Bulls will have to will have to be on on song, but uh, the Bulls are. I think finally they've also turned the table. They are in the right direction again. I think that's going to be a tough clash. But uh, my wife's a Bulls supporter, so I'll back the Bulls for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you're scared. <laughs> do you think that the 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 Lions can do our franchises a favour by losing to the Sharks? Yeah. Or are they going to come here no, to take won't. that win? Yeah, they won't. Sorry, I'll leave that one to you to discuss, uh, Jono. Yeah, I think they've got uh, they've got too much pride yeah. to just go lie down and give up a, a victory, uh, yeah. you know. Um, and like you said, they've just built all this momentum, uh, and they're going to want to continue with that. So uh, I, I guess it would be nice for the South African sides to help each other, but I also think that you've got to earn and deserve your victory, yeah. you know. And yeah. I don't think the Lions is a team that's just going to roll over for the sake of you know, a South African side progressing in the franchise. I agree with you. I think there's too much rugby still left in the competition. Uh, the Lions would want to improve their log standing. Um, they would now have set themselves new goals as to where they want to be. Yes. And maybe if you brought in another team outside of our country, but when we play against each other, it's like the Springboks playing the All Blacks. There's just no two ways about it. And the Lions would obviously, as Jono said, want to prepare themselves and keep working and keep chipping away at the block. There's still lots of rugby left, so I don't think I don't think that will happen. And one has to think about this: these guys are all contracted players. That's yes. their, their livelihood. They have to perform. I think there were harsh words spoken prior to their change, um, and they will definitely not look back, for sure. Let's talk about a curry cup. Um, there weren't any games played this week. The fixtures coming up, Pumas Lions um, in Nelspreet, uh, Griekwas Natal Sharks in Kimberley, and then the Blue Bulls Western Province in Bloemfontein. Jono, if I can start with you now, uh, Pumas Lions. Yeah, look, that's what I'm going to have to go with the Pumas, eh? they got their full strength side, you know, Lions. I know that, you know, from the under-20s up to the URC side, you know, there's players doubling up in some cases. Um, you know, uh, I think the depth is not great, so the Curry Cup can be too strong. So I'm going to have to back the Pumas, sadly, on that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark? Just because it's you, I will also go for the Pumas. No, no, okay. <laughs> um, no definitely. I mean, if you, if you look at the way the Pumas are playing currently, um, they are obviously at full strength, where... The, the franchises playing in the URC obviously aren't at full strength. Yes, yes they do release the odd player every now and again. But um, if you look at what the Pumas did to the, to the Western Province side yes. a week ago in the Cape, um, mm -hmm. I think the Pumas would be too strong for sure. And the Lions, unfortunately, as we said, from the under-20s through to the, under, uh, the Curry Cup teams, they've been battling, and I don't think they'll, they'll be up to it, and especially playing away. Request shocks. In, El um, in, in, in Kimberley? Yeah, anybody going to Kimberley will know it's a tough ground <laughs> to play at. 
and again, I think it's a very similar situation in that you know, Griekwas is a full-strength squad, you know, um, so I know the Sharks have come have come short there once or twice in the past. <laughs> this again being the Curry Cup, uh, I'm going to have to back the underdog here, and I think the, the Griekwas will, will make it hard for the Sharks to walk out as victors. Sure, as a Shark supporter. Sorry. <laughs> Mark? Nope. I was hoping you'd ask the guy next to me. Uh, <laughs> come, come. So, no, I I've agree. got Sean's number here. I'm going to phone him just now. Yeah, so, no, I, I Etienne, look, I'll, I'll phone Etienne. Etienne I'll tell you Etienne. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Etienne, I'm going against you. <laughs> now, look, uh, uh, the Sharks side is still a phenomenal side. Part of the problem that we've had, we've, we've, I mean, we were top of the log, but we lost the last two, and it started with the Bulls. Okay. The last time we played here was against the Cheetahs in the rain. And if you've really analysed the game, the Cheetahs had our number. Um, from a, from a Griqua's point of view, they would definitely back themselves. And yet again, we go full strength to not full strength. In theory, the bigger union like ourselves should be better than that. Mm. Um, so I think if we were still top of the log or we hadn't lost two on the trot, maybe I would have gone differently, but I'm going against, against the Sharks in Kimberley, I think it might just be a tough one for them. Hopefully not, because the Sharks need to use this one to turn the table. Otherwise, we might kiss the Curry Cup goodbye. Yeah. Sadly so. And then Bulls, Western Province, Loftus? Don't know. I know which way you're going to go there. Province. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that one I'm not even going to try and put a story together. Bulls. It's a simple answer. <laughs> Bulls. Yeah. I, 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 I agree, and, and, and sadly, it's not like, like like the URC where it's a debate, although you go on your gut feel. I think this one, if you look at what Pumas did to, to Western Province two weeks ago, and you look at how the Bulls have actually um, increased intensity, started getting their structures right, and how they've actually improved over the last three or four weeks, my money for the Curry Cup final is the Bulls, and I think they're going to be too strong, sadly. Then let's talk some Varsity Cup. Round 7 Varsity Cup. Mm. University of the Western Cape versus um, Central University of Technology. Close game. Very close game. Then we have Ikes, Martis. Um, <laughs> Ikes beating Martis. We've got uh, Tux and Vitz. Also, a close game in, in the sense of Tuckies against Vitz, um, 39-24. Then we've got the Eagles versus Madivas, which was a big score. And then UJ versus Shimlas. Shimlas being, or coming back uh, with a bang. Shimlas been battling a bit, and, and, and now they've, they're back two weeks in a row. Um, if we can talk about the big ones, um, let's talk about Ikes Martis. Jono, if I can start with you, Ikes Martis, good game. Look, I'll be honest. I'm not uh, at this current stage. I haven't been the biggest follower of the Varsity Cup in terms of watching the games. Obviously, just following the results a bit, because it is interesting to see what the depth in the provinces are like when it yeah. comes to you know that level of rugby. Um, I've always been a fan of uh, um, the Ikes. And, uh, you know, I think that there will be one to watch again at the end. 
Yeah, I just think as a local derby, I think that was that was a surprise in the sense of the score, 44-27 to the yeah. Aikis. Um, I think there's a massive derby and rivalry between those two. I don't think Doc Craven would have been too happy with a Marty score. And, and let's face it, Marty's haven't set the world alight this year. No, they haven't. You know, we know they normally top one, top two, around about there, or that's where they stay. If you take last year, Tux and, and, and Marty's were on top all the way, and, and, and it was for everybody else chasing those two. And they're in the mix now. Yeah, they they no, weigh no. down, and they're in the mix. So no, they, they're not dominating anything. But I just think Marty's, Marty's are definitely under par as to yes. where they normally are at. Um, what it is, I don't know. I mean, that's rugby for you. One year you're there, next year you're not. Same personnel, same coaching staff. Yeah. Can't answer that question. But from a Cape Derby point of view, I think Cape Town, as in Cape Townians, regardless of who they support, would be disappointed with regards to the Martys because Martys, I think, is the brand of Cape Town rugby yes. at varsity level. Not taking anything away from Ikes. They are definitely the top two. Um, but Ikes will take it any day. To put 44 points past Martys. I mean, mm-hmm. Martys had a, another big score. I can't remember. I think it was uh, Shimlas. Where they put 50 or 60 yes. past them in the beginning. Yeah, of the, I mean, uh, you no, will never don't. find that in a, in a no. varsity cup. Ever. I don't know what Doc, happened. Doc Craven always said, if Marty's do well, Western Province will do well. And if Western Springbox. Province do well, the box will do well. So, but then, but yeah. then uh, when... But it when, looks like we're in trouble here. When Doc Craven said <laughs> that, when Doc Craven said that, there wasn't buying of players and all those Marty guys are now at the Bulls. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then if we can go sure. to Tuckies and, and, and Vitz, um, I think Vitz did well against them. Well, even, even yeah. So... So in the years gone by that, that I coached in the Shield, Vitz were part of Varsity Shield. And obviously they played their way into, into the Varsity Cup. They have never really been up there consistency, consistently year in and year out since they've, since they've been up there. I mean, they're a very good side, don't get me wrong. But yet again, to push Tuckies to the end, basically, in a scoreline like that, 39-24, um, is a well done and a feather in the cap to Vitz for yes. where they want to go and what they want to do because Tukis, like Martis, is the, is the Pretoria-based Martis, if it makes sense, and they yeah. pride themselves on what they, what they want and where they want to go. And for a Tukis side, who's also not been performing consistently week in and yes. week out, I think they would have been disappointed. But well done to, well done to Vitz and... You know, that's what you want in the Varsity Cup, John, and the Varsity Shield. Mm-hmm. You want, I mean, there's many, many followers. You want it to be like the Grand Prix, for argument's sake, where it's not like in the past where there was only certain drivers that could yes. make it. Now you've got competition yeah, you've got between all, and that's what makes it so exciting. Then let's go to UJ um, Shimlas. UJ 26, Shimlas 35. Um, Shimlas back. UJ, we said last year UJ were nowhere. Yeah. Um, this year mm. they came back and they yeah. and they and they won a couple of games, and they played well and they played well against the big big bigger size. Although we said that the Martys and the Ikes or the Martys and Tucks are, are battling, um, UJ did well in the beginning of the season, and a score like that against Shimlas is. But as for as for Shimlas, I mean Shimlas, in the in the in the Easter festival. Uh, Years gone by when they played in KZN over that period, yes. Shimlers were always good when the Devet Russes and whatever played for them. Then they battled a little bit. Swayze the Brain um, obviously has made a massive change there. And uh, in the beginning, 
of, yeah. of Varsity Cup. They won their first four, then they fell about fell out a little bit, and they've come back again. Um, and to 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 push UJ like that is is a feather in their cap. But I agree with you, UJ. Last year was was nowhere. They've played some some quality rugby this year. There's yes. a few games they could have won where they just didn't make it. Um, but for them as well to push Shimla's like that, I think is is, is great Brilliant. for for Joburg rugby. Yeah, if I could talk to, I mean, if I can just go back to Vitz. So Vitz yeah. has been quite more aggressive in their recruitment over the last year and two a year or two. So it's nice to see a result coming from that, and it's not yes. being a fruitless exercise. And for UJ, I think they might have been affected a bit because I know over the past few weeks, the Lions have actually pulled up some of the Varsity Cup guys, yeah, you yes, know, um, yeah. to the Curry Cup system. Uh, and so I think that probably had a slight impact on UJ's squad, which then has an impact on their results. So, like I said, I know the Lions Union, the depth isn't great, so they actually are pulling straight from Varsity Cup where, you know, the other big unions have got uh, more depth in terms of contracted players. So are they beating you to the recruitment? I'll leave it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, off, off. We'll sign him for Quinns, don't worry. <laughs> now we'll talk off air, uh, right? Fixtures <laughs> uh, for round eight. Um, University of the Western Cape versus UJ. We've got Shimlas mm. against Duckies. We've got Martis against Madibas. Um, we've got the Central University of Technology against the Eagles. And then Vitz against Ikes. Um the big one, yeah, I think Shimla's Takis. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one. Um, obviously Takis would want to improve where they yes. are and, and obviously Shimla's would wanna keep going because they yes. wanna aim aim for that mm -hmm. for that final spot. So I think that's gonna be a tough one. But um, I think uh, there's a there's a few games there. I mean, even the Central University of Technology one against the Eagles yes. would be would be a nice one. But Bits, I think, and Ikes is, Ikes is could also just, be a, could just be a because Ikes need to to travel now. Ikes are the ones that yeah. travel. It could just yeah. be a, a nice one to do. Yeah. Then uh, Varsity Shield. If we can move on mm. to Varsity Shield quickly, um, Rhodes played. Um, Walter Sisulu University, the All Blacks, uh, DUT versus TUT, and then CPUT versus UKZN. Um, I just want to say to Donald, well done. Um, they've got that one. I spoke but to him last night. Donald I, sent him a I said to him, I saw him behind the poles jumping up and down when they when they <laughs> came from behind to to win that one. Yes. And uh, you know, it, it plays it plays testimony to to UKZN. Um, there's a few games that they've had to come from behind to win. And hopefully, I mean, they, they obviously will be in the semi-finals now. They're currently first, with a, but they finished playing. So obviously the other teams have got one game one game to go. And I think Walter Susulu would in all probability end tops. Regardless of that, I think the UK's at end side will be, will be in the, in the semi-final. But I think, Jono, something like that will stand a team in good stead, knowing that they can fight to the end. They don't give up. They will come back because in this campaign specifically, there's been a few of those. Yeah, and you know what? I think uh, hats off to Donald and his team. You know, the preseason, the building up, you know, getting the squad to gel. You know, they put a lot of emphasis on those type of things. And, and when you have a squad that plays for each other, that's the squad that will pull through in the tough times and get through. So, you know, uh, Donald, the very kind 
cool-headed natured guy that he is, he's done really well to get those boys to fire right through to the end, and we look forward to see how they finish. I think he takes a few crackers with him every now and again. To yeah, get I'm sure he does. <laughs> Sorry, Don. If we, if we then can move on to club rugby, the big one, the club rugby, and let's talk about the club rugby try of the, of the weekend. Uh, Mark, if you want to take us through that one. Well, firstly, obviously, that's, that's our opinion yet again. Yeah. And the trial of the weekend, Jono is obviously in the Optimum Cup that we're referring to that you guys uh, sponsored. And obviously, well done on that, on this tournament specific, was your inaugural Thank one. And I think it was, it was well received. Um, I'm not too sure. Obviously, you were there right until the end. And, and I'm, we're going to... We're going to bring a Mamsum Toti into this one for the try of the, try of the weekend or the try of the tournament, I'd say. And I don't know if you'd agree with me. That was the last try that a Mamsum Toti scored against <laughs> Rovers, um, <laughs> where Rovers kicked into a Mamsum Toti's half between the 10 and the 20 on the, on the opposite side of the field. And then, as Jono rightfully said earlier on, it's not always the bigger, the stronger guys. It's the smaller, yeah. shorter, skillful guys. And, uh, yeah, it was footwork, sidestepping and footwork. As you mm -hmm. So let's leave it like that. Let's put it in your court from an from a optimum sponsor point of view. You take <laughs> us through the try of the tournament. No. Nah. Oh, yeah, first, did step... you agree with me? No, 100% I agree ah, with go. you on that try. It was <laughs> phenomenal. I think uh, what, what made it so great is that, that fight at the end from Tochi coming back. You know, um, I think you know, two minutes before, it didn't look, the scoreboard didn't reflect a fair reflection of the game. But, uh, I mean, like I said, it's footwork, you know, the good hand, and just persevering right to the end, that explosive running um, and the depth of the game where Oaks are buggered, they're tired. And to see that, I mean, I, I, I actually, we celebrated like we were all part of Toti in that game, but it was a <laughs> phenomenal try. Well, I'll finish off on that try now, but I'm glad to hear from an optimum yeah. point we're all part of Toti, so there's good things to come, as he said. <laughs> so, <laughs> just moving back to that, um, for, the, for the viewers that weren't there, Obviously, as Jono said, good footwork, good hands. Yes. Um, the, 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 the winger ran into space. And then, obviously, he, he twirled out of a tackle. And then, typical sevens, pushed the ball <laughs> wide, which had bounced. And then, our scrum off picked the ball up. And then, what I enjoyed by, of this, Jono, is obviously in front of the main pavilion. And they ran towards you guys. Mm. Um, he actually Amazing. stood up. I think it was their fullback with a scrum cap. He did the little David Campisi. And as that guy got flat-footed, he just put on the afterburners and he went around the corner and actually scored in the, in, the, in the corner. And you know what was amazing? And this is why we love this game so much. Obviously, there were many neutral, players, neutral people sitting on the main stand. But when those youngsters started running, the pavilion yeah. were up and they were celebrating 100%. and screaming and shouting for these youngsters, regardless of what team they were supporting. And rugby mm. ultimately won over there. So uh, well done to them. 100%. 100%. If I can just mention a couple of other club rugby um, results, and I just want to go, well, through the country. And um, Newcastle, Newcastle Highlanders, played uh, first 15, um, played Central, and they've beaten them 75-5. The second team played um, Utrecht, 105. They've beaten Utrecht 105, uh, 100 to 5. Jimiston Simmers played Union. First team, 45-8 against uh, Union. Second team, 106-6. And the under-20s, 
56-14. Then Boxburg played against East Rand United, which is a development side, and they beat them 35-34, which was a game of note. And then Drakensburg um, played uh, Sedara, um, and they've beaten them 62-5. So in club sure. rugby, coming back in now, there's some huge scores here, and you can see there's clubs that are going to do well, and there's clubs that are really going to battle. Um, these are all warm-up games, and I know it's not strength against strength, and they're not playing in their leagues, but there's some mm. big scores here. Yeah, look, one never wants to see a massive score like 75 or 100 or whatever, but you need to go to Utrecht. As far as I understand, they, they are, are getting back into rugby yes. again, so they're rebuilding and whatever. But regardless, I mean, you don't, you don't want any schoolboy side or, any, or even, even international side yeah. to lose by 100. It's not good for the game. It's um, not. If, if, if I was the coach on either side, I think um, winning by 100, you won't learn anything out of that game in any case because there won't be any structure. And then the poor other guys as to where you're going to go, at least there, you say this is where we went wrong in that. So, but it's not good for club, well, it's not good for rugby, period. So you don't really want to see things like that, and regardless of whether it's pre-season or not. Yeah, I think just again, it's sad to say but that COVID has, has, has injured or hurt yeah. a few clubs in terms of numbers. You know, and uh, I'll, I'll run at uh, Drakensberg, and I chatted to him in the week, you know, and they got good support in terms of sponsors, etc. You know, but a few of the clubs not too far from them had closed, and so some of those players fall over to them. So they kind of benefit from an unfortunate moment. And I think that probably alludes to those big scores that have taken place. But John, no one wants to really see those results, and uh, I think this is going to be the. Hopefully, we can get the ball rolling again to get uh, players back yes. to club rugby and to get it going. But just on on that. Uh... John, you know, if you, any person, doesn't matter who it is, when you take the field, you give of your best, regardless of whatever. If I look at mm. Toti for arguments, say Toti Rugby Club are rebuilding, um, so we're in a similar boat. Yes, on Saturday it, it, it worked for us against Rovers, and, and granted, but it's not always like that. The guys still need to learn and understand each other and understand the game mm. plan and so mm. forth. But, um, you know, if, if you think about it like that, what will happen after a game or two like that, you will start losing those same players again because they don't want to play and lose, lose like that. You know, and you see it at schoolboy rugby as well, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's move on into the Optimum Cup. Let's go back to Optimum and the Optimum Cup that was played or the finals that were played on Saturday. You see, when you mention Optimum Cup, he starts smiling because yeah. he knows. And then suddenly the Optimum badge comes out again as well. Check it. Uh, <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Harlequins versus Westville Old Boys. Um, unfortunate for Harlequins. Then we had College Rovers' second team playing a Mums and Toti. We spoke a little bit about that game. And then College Rovers versus uh, Varsity College in the main game. Um, College Rovers' second team winning the, the B section final against the Mums and Toti and College Rovers first team winning the A section against uh, Varsity College. Jono, your thoughts on that whole tournament and, and, and how it went from an optimum side? From an optimum Look, we, uh, Let's deal with the, the little thorn amongst the roses. Unfortunately, in that first round where you know, we had two clubs where game wasn't completed as a result of off-field behaviour. So, I mean, that wasn't ideal for us. But, you know, we put it behind us, looked at the best solution going forward, because at the end of the day, we're there for rugby. Um, and so it actually worked out quite nicely for the finals 
for the teams who ended up playing each other. No, y'all, it's a tough one for Harlequins, you know, um, who've just come up back into first div. But they've played two prem div sides in two weekends, you know, being Toti uh, with great experience uh, in the prem div. And then, you know, the Wob, Westville Old Boys, they're also coming on very strong. Um, and so it was an awesome experience for the Harlequins guys. I think they will go back to the drawing board and see, you know, where they're short of to reach that goal one day to get back into Prem Div. Um, the Toti Rovers second side, wow, what a game. I mean, uh, like I said, just to see that part from Toti, guys at the end, not 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 giving up. And there's a few interesting players here. We can ask the questions off screen <laughs> as well as to where they come from. Maybe I can get a few tips from you, Mark. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, of course you don't. Of course. They yeah. stepped that question. <laughs> so that was a great comeback from Toti. And then... Uh, Look, uh, VC and Rovers, uh, a really good game. The interesting point that, uh, you know, VC scoring more tries, Rovers relying a lot on penalties. But if you look at the depth of what Rovers has um, in terms of first and seconds, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, then you throw up like Jacques Portgieter, an ex-Springbok player who yeah. comes and, you know, let me come draw a game, yeah, and then I'm playing for Tel Aviv and whatnot. Now, when you have that type of resource... Yeah. Makes life a bit easier as the coach, uh, you know, I would, I would imagine. But hats off to VC. You know, they really made a good game out of it. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure if I would have gone with the same decision at the end. Yeah, that last penalty I was going to ask the same question. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to become a pretentious uh, yeah. chat now. now but, I, I, you know, some coaches I think would have gone a different route. But great game all in all. You know, it really drew the crowd. The people were entertained. We're happy. That's what we're looking for as a sponsor. Yes. Any comments from your side, Mark? If Jono is happy, everything is on Johnny. the glory. <laughs> so, no, I, I, you know, firstly, firstly, um, congratulations to yourself for, yes. for obviously, as I said, the inaugural Optimum Cup. Um, Thanks, and God. obviously, <laughs> dealing with whatever happened the previous week and then making the final so successful... Um, then I just need to say well done to College Rovers on both their teams. Yes. And then obviously mm. to Westville Old Boys for, yep. for putting up a nice display against Harlequins. And yes, 100%. one needs to look at it in perspective. Um, Rovers is a phenomenal side. They narrowly lost to... to Ro sorry. Westville Old Boys is, is a phenomenal side. They narrowly lost to Rovers the previous week. Yes. And then unfortunately, everything just worked for them against Harlequins. Harlequins, we played the week before that. We narrowly beat them. Um, so you can never go week in and week out. Uh, but if you really think about it without being arrogant, I think the, the teams, barring those ones that obviously didn't play now because there might have been something different. But if you look at Red all those... Corner. Correct. So if you look at all those, I think the teams that played on Saturday actually did rugby uh, proud. They did and, rugby And that's proud. what it's about. Yeah. You know. So as I said... You know, I've, I've, I've had a chat with a few guys from Rovers itself. I got a call from, from a coach today to say, with all due respect, Rovers are second side, and this is exactly what you spoke about now, Jono. Their second side will probably be able to beat many Premier Division yes. first-team sides when we play yes. now. That is their strength, you know. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll take it on the head as we are rebuilding from a Toti perspective. Lots of positive stuff coming out of there. But mm -hmm. as we, as Nas Buita, uh said years ago, the Curry Cup isn't one in May. No. So uh, <laughs> the, our league is definitely not one in April. No, yeah. So let's see how it no. goes. But good luck to everyone and well done. Jono, thank
thank you very much. Thank you to Optimum and, and your team. And um, we really appreciate your, your input and your involvement in club rugby in KZN. And thank you. And please send our, our thanks to Henny and the team. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the chat. It was awesome. And good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Jono. Um, I will give you a buzz after this uh, with regards to future Thank you very down much, the Mark. south. It was a pleasure to <laughs> talk to you again. So perfect. Nice Petal. meeting you. <laughs> thank you. And then, thank you very much to our listeners and our viewers. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us um, on our social media. From myself, Casper Els, and Mark Cameron, have a great rugby week.